the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Appreciate you listening on 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. Surprise visit by Joe Biden to Kiev today. He's there uh, on President's Day. I look forward to the day we have a president who, uh, (laughs) I look forward to the day we have a president who, I was just going to say a bunch of things, I'll just say loves our country and uh, doesn't lie to us repeatedly, uh, because he does. He lies to us all the time. Uh, He is, in my opinion, the worst president of my lifetime. Uh, Jimmy Carter was an ineffective president, and I'm not going to, you know, Take it easy on Carter because he's in hospice, and I don't dare say anything about someone who is in failing health. I, you know, Jimmy Carter's lived a long, full life. I voted for Jimmy Carter because I thought it was cool that we could possibly have an authentically Christian president. Uh, I have since uh, given some of President Carter's policy positions, uh, strongly differed with him on a lot of those. He was a, an ineffective president. He was a weak president internationally. He damaged our economy beyond belief. But he didn't do it purposely. And he didn't do it. He was just, he was just a, not equipped to be president. He just didn't understand the complexities of the presidency. People can be bad at something and not be purposefully bad at something. Joe Biden is purposefully bad at being a president. He genuinely does not care. I I refuse to believe he's stupid enough to really believe that you can spend yourself out of inflation. I mean, if so, I won't cut him any slack for being stupid beyond belief. But to willfully damage our country, to advantage those who are your pals, or because you know it'll never reach you, well, that's a different level of duplicity. I don't think Jimmy Carter was a duplicitous person. Joe Biden is a duplicitous person. So anyway, he's in Kiev and something he said before he went to Kiev is getting or at least did get a lot of attention before he went to Kiev because once he went there like that became the story. But listen in the middle of this rambling sleepy pronouncement from Joe Biden about his aid to Ukraine. What he says we are prepared to fund as the United States of America. And to deliver much-needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war, and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. <clears throat> it's also going to help schools and hospitals open. Wait for it. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. Pensions and social support? Really? Listen, I get food, water, medicine, helping them relocate, all that. Schools reopen, all that. Pensions and social support? 
Wow. Like, That's interesting. We're already paying our illegal immigrants bills and transportation and a bunch of perks that they should never be entitled to. Now we're going to start funding Ukrainian pensions and social support as if our roles here of welfare and food stamps and SNAP benefits and everything else aren't already beyond our means to afford them. We're going to start footing the bill for Ukrainian pensions. And what's the word that some in Washington call Social Security? Entitlements? An entitlement. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah my patootie. Yeah. Not, That's, no. That is your money, by the way. We're yeah, only going to give you my money. We're going to take your money. 45 years. And we're going to give you a portion of your money back. Yeah. I'll, and I'd gonna, have to live and we're to gonna be tell 200. You, and we're going to tell you it's an entitlement. To get all my money back. <laughs> to get a portion of it back. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So there's that. Here's another clip over the weekend that's getting a ton of attention. It is from someone you may not know very much about, but someone you'll be hearing about because he's going to run for president, which I think is really stupid. But Larry Hogan, the former Maryland governor, is determined to do it. He's on with Chuck Todd on NBC, and they're talking about Ron DeSantis and Florida and crackdowns on education. And this is why Larry Hogan is ill-equipped to be president, because he gives a really good answer, and then he keeps talking, and all that people will remember is the really bad part of this answer. My question to you is not whether this is a legitimate issue to be talking about. It's about whether this is the main issue or not. Do you view this as the main issue for 2024? No, I think it's an important issue, and I do hear it, and people are concerned about this as I travel around the country, because, you know, the, most people just don't think we should be talking about, you know, things like sex to young kids, and the parents want to be more involved in this decisions about what their kids are being taught. However, uh, you know, I think some of this rhetoric is, uh, you know, it, some, you know uh, demanding that stopped. things be done a certain way or that you can't say this or you can't say that. We've got to be really careful I know. About... Does it feel like you're going the other way? Like, it, yeah. it's sort of like you're Stop, Larry. Hand, Stop. Governor DeSantis claiming, hey, I don't want all of this, but I'm going to tell you exactly what you can say, and I'm going to tell you what you can't say. Well, I'm a small government, you know, common sense conservative, and to me it sounds like big government and uh, authoritarian uh, you, you have to agree with me, and I'm going to tell you what you can and can't do. So, But it's an issue. It's not the most important issue. I think more people are concerned about the economy, mm-hmm. inflation. They're concerned about uh, crime. Right. Uh, but education is one of the things that we've got to talk about. Okay, so Larry Hogan is not going to be president because what people are going to remember from Larry Hogan's interview with Chuck Todd is that Larry Hogan said that stopping CRT, stopping social-emotional learning, Stopping the grooming of kids into the LGBTQ ideology is big government tyranny. He allowed himself to be walked onto the gallows of stupidity by Chuck Todd presenting a false and phony narrative of what Ron DeSantis and other governors are doing. Ron DeSantis is not telling people what they have to say. He is telling them what they cannot say. There's a big difference. He is telling them they cannot indoctrinate their kids in critical race theory and that they cannot talk about gender ideology, gender-affirming care, and sexual ideology to kids in kindergarten through first, second, and third grade. That's what he's saying. Here's a line. You can't cross it. Otherwise, he's not telling them what they must say. He's not saying, you have to tell them America's a great place. But that's what Chuck Todd said to Larry Hogan. He's telling them what to say. No, he's not. 
He's not telling them what to say. He's not telling them they can't talk about slavery. He's not telling them they can't talk about the civil rights movement. He's telling them you can't lie to them. That's what he's saying. You can't lie to them, and you can't groom them. Larry Hogan's answer was really good at the beginning. I think it's an important issue. I think people care about it. Parents don't want to hear this is going on. But Larry Hogan is wrong, as is any candidate wrong, who thinks that this is not on the same level as the economy and inflation. Because here's the thing. We care about the economy and we care about the inflation. Why? Because it affects our ability to pay our bills. But why is that a priority? Because we are trying to provide for our families. We are trying to provide a better life for our families. So the economic part of it is really, really important. But tied to the economic part of it is who we are doing it for. And we are doing it for our families because we want to provide a better life. And that is where the inflation and the economy bleeds over into the social issues and the educational issues. Because I'm speaking personally here, but I think I speak for a lot of people. You can raise the price of eggs with your bad economic policy. You can raise the price of gas with your bad economic policy. You can eat into my 401k for a few years with your rotten economic policies. But you go trying to bend the mind of my child toward your idea of what morality is, your idea of what right and wrong is. You go trying to grab influence over my child's worldview. I'm never stopping that fight. I'm never stopping that fight. I will gladly pay. $4 a gallon of gas before I will let you tell my girls that they can be boys. Before you let me, before you get inside my kids' heads and try to tell them that their view of Jesus Christ being the ultimate authority in their life is ridiculous, disproven, patriarchal nonsense. You try spreading those lies on the fertile fields of my daughter's minds, you and I are going to have a really big problem that will result in me fighting you tooth and nail as long as I draw breath. And if Larry Hogan doesn't understand that, if any candidate does not understand that, this is not an optional fight in which we are engaged as parents and as believers. This is a consequential fight for truth. It is a fight to preserve the rights that were won for us by our ancestors to live free and to have religious freedom. I'm not telling you how you have to live, but when you start telling me how I have to live or how my kids should live, that's a fight I'm never surrendering in. So we had, of course, Nikki Haley's entry into the Republican presidential race last week and the subsequent uh, (laughs) Don Lemon foot and mouth experience. The CNN anchor saying it. Nikki Haley is uh, Nikki Haley is Pastor Prime. Sorry. Sorry. You're Pastor Prime, Nikki. You're 51. You're five years younger than me. You're quite a bit younger than Hillary Clinton, who I backed like the bootlick I am. 
I never noted that Nancy Pelosi was past her prime. I never note that uh, Dianne Feinstein is past her prime. But you, Nikki Haley, are past your prime. Uh, which led to Don Lemon uh, not being on the show. Well, I guess he was supposed to not be on the show Friday. But he's also not on the CNN morning show uh, this morning. So I don't know if that means Lemon is out or not, uh, as he has no doubt pointed out to CNN management. He is a black gay man. So he has <laughs> considerable intersectionality street cred in his uh, favor. But who else will be joining Nikki Haley, Donald Trump, and John Bolton on the uh, in the chase for the Republican nomination? Well, of course, you and I both know Ron DeSantis is going to be joining that race, but right now he will not say he's joining that race, although he is about to do something that many candidates do when they are about to enter a presidential race. He has a book coming out. Mike Pompeo, you might note, has a book out. Mike Pompeo will, of course, be running for president. Ron DeSantis's book, which will be available to you eight days from now, is called The Courage to be Free. Now, aside from the fact that somebody who is 44 years old is way too young to write a memoir, I will say that I understand why DeSantis has a book coming out, because he wants people to get to know his backstory because it's a really good backstory. Ron DeSantis is a guy who has Ohio roots, and they run even deeper than I thought they would. His wife, Casey, is from Troy, Ohio. You say, well, okay, I don't know if he really has Ohio roots. All right, wait, there's more. Ron DeSantis's mom is from Poland, Ohio. Poland, Ohio is part of the Mahoning Valley, part of the Youngstown area, okay? So the mom is from Poland, Ohio. The dad is from across the state line in Pennsylvania. And so they got married after meeting at Youngstown State University. Youngstown State University. So they settled in Dunedin, Florida. And Dunedin, Florida is one of those little towns you never would have heard of if not for it being close to Orlando and it being in the area where a bunch of Major League Baseball teams in the probably 80s or 90s built spring training facilities. The Toronto Blue Jays built theirs in Dunedin, Florida. So Ron DeSantis in that time was a little kid growing up, Central Florida, had, I think, pretty high aspirations early on because he went to Yale undergrad. And what you'll find out in his book, The Courage to be Free, is that he worked at an electrician, an electrical company, worked for an electrician to help put himself through school, served in the U.S. Navy, uh, played baseball at Yale. So this guy, to me, is the perfect, the perfect synchronization of Trump's belligerence with policy brilliance. See, Donald Trump definitely had policy brilliance. You look at Trump's policies, they were amazing. His economic policy, his border policy, his uh, American exceptionalism policy, America first policy. Trump's policies were brilliant. The economic prosperity that we were enjoying during Trump's presidency, the Democrats can say anything they want to. They know that if COVID had not hit, Trump would have soared to a second term. Wouldn't even been close. 
as much as it would have driven him crazy, as much as I would have enjoyed it, and you too. But his belligerence took him out of office, not because there's not a place for belligerence in that role, but because Trump took it to a level where it ceased to be functional for him and instead became a weapon against him. See, Ron DeSantis, to me, has the proper mix of policy brilliance. Look at what he's done with Disney. Look at what he did with keeping Florida open during COVID. Look at what he's done in the schools in Florida, pushing back against. He's not afraid, right? Any politician, he pushed back recently against the critical race theory nonsense in an AP history course. Now, he could have easily just said, "Mm, it's AP history. Not every kid's going to take it. I don't have to worry about it. Besides, I don't want to be branded a racist, right? If I come out against critical race theory, I'm going to be branded a racist. But Ron DeSantis realized this is wrong, right? This is wrong. This is antithetical to our nation and who we are. We don't pick winners and losers. We used to. We don't anymore because that was wrong. Slavery is the great evil of America. We've moved past it. We acknowledge it. We're not going to, like, flip the script on slavery and teach critical race theory and say, well, it's okay if you use it to supposedly right past wrongs. No, it was wrong then. It's wrong now. We're not going to have it. Ron DeSantis does not shrink from a fight. But he's smart enough to pick fights that resonate with voters, and he's also smart enough to come up with policies that fix or win the fights he's picking. Disney took him on with their not-so-secret gay agenda. Well, Disney found out, oh, gee, excuse me, Mr. Disney executive, I see here you have a favored tax status with the state of Florida. You know, I think you thought it was to be in effect in perpetuity. The fact of the matter is, maybe we need to take another look at that right now. And maybe we need to take that away from you to stop picking winners and losers where you're a winner. Maybe you need to experience life like other businesses in the state of Florida experience because you've gotten a little bit too big for your britches and you've started to spread your wings into areas where they don't belong. See, I like a politician like that. And I think Ron DeSantis has shown that he is more than capable of taking on the left, but doing it in a way where he wins the fight without making the fight about something other than the fight. See, Trump's fights, when he ran for president, he pretty much stayed focused on the things that he needed to stay focused on to illustrate the contrast between he and Hillary Clinton. But in running against Joe Biden, Trump made the fights about things other than Biden. It became a referendum on him. And that's sadly why he's not our president now. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.